The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. I want winners. I want people that want to win. Hey, everybody. It's Double G from uh, We Want Winners and the BSPN Network previewing tonight's 49ers and Vikings matchup. A little mini episode here uh, of, of this podcast, We Want Winners. Uh, so I think most of the folks who are following this game are just kind of wondering about the injuries that came out of the last game, the 49ers' first loss of the season in Cleveland. Well, I I don't know. I, I guess we can't say this is necessarily good news because uh, Debo Samuel is out for the entire game. He is going to probably miss a couple weeks, but I believe... Uh, the Niners have the game tonight against the Vikings, and then they play Cincinnati at home on Sunday. And then after that game is the bye week. So Debo is going to miss those two games. He'll have an extra week to be back. He's got a hairline fracture in his shoulder so hopefully by the November 12th game in Jacksonville, Debo Samuel will be back. Uh, also, uh, Dre Greenlaw has a hamstring issue uh, issue that he's dealing with. He is questionable. Also questionable is Christian McCaffrey. Now, everything we're hearing from Christian is that he feels great. Uh, we originally heard that the injury was really about pain management for him. Uh, and it is an oblique issue. So I think most fans are sort of fingers crossed expecting him to play, but that can always change uh, before the game. Questionable seems to be the right uh, the right diagnosis here for him, though I think you know we all want him to play. Him and Debo out at the same time, as you saw last week in Cleveland, was not great. But I would expect uh, Kyle Shanahan to have a better plan B for that because he did not have a good one against Cleveland. Uh, the other big one is Trent Williams. He's doubtful with the ankle injury. I can't imagine he plays doubtful to me. I don't know, just with, uh, again, with with that bye coming up, maybe, maybe they think that he can tough it out and then he'll have the, the you know, next week and the week after I that one's a tough one doubtful you, you rarely see folks play who are specified as doubtful uh, a couple days before uh, that's a big dude so 
Jalen Moore. I uh, hope you are ready for the game. Uh, all on the uh, on the Vikings side, Ezra Cleveland, who is interestingly uh, someone who has been in rumors to the Niners. I know I know he's a guard. He also plays tackle, but he is out. Um, and obviously, the big one for them is Justin Jefferson, their their best offensive player is uh, out for a few games. Uh, they put him on the IR, so we will not have to see Justin Jefferson this week. Okay, so what are the stories coming into this game? Obviously, the first one is just that the Niners did not stay undefeated last week. They kind of got beat up by a team that out-toughed them, and the 49ers are a tough team, and to get out-toughed by Cleveland playing a, a terrible quarterback... No, I, terrible is, is obviously it's he's a quarterback so he's a, he's a, he's good enough to play quarterback but in the NFL it seems you know there's only really about 12 guys who week to week are, are consistent PJ Walker is not one of those guys so on the Vikings side I think you know they're having a little bit of a disappointing season last week they beat the beat up Bears who interestingly enough wiped the uh canvas with the Raiders this week and the Raiders also having to start their backup. No Jimmy G, um, but I don't know. Getting beat 30-12 to 12 by the Bears doesn't sound good for, for Raider land here, uh, that, that specific loss. Uh, and for uh, our division, actually, those daggone Seattle Seahawks are playing some really good football. Uh, they dominated the Cardinals. The Rams also lost. Uh, to Pittsburgh. So Niners are atop the NFC West, even if they, for whatever reason, lost against uh, the Vikings, they would still be in first place. Uh, Eagles beat the Dolphins, which was, I think, a little bit of a puff out your chest kind of victory there. They kind of manhandled the Dolphins. And uh, the Dolphins themselves, uh, you know, the high scoring team running up score on folks and stuff. And they're going to have trouble with teams that are tough, like the Eagles, like the 49ers. And the Lions, who were kind of the dandy, they really got boat raced by the uh, the Ravens today. But, uh, yeah, so the other themes coming into this is the the Vikings, even some of the, beat, some of the people who write about the Vikings on The Athletic, they're really down on the team, and they're expecting the 49ers to go into Minnesota and, you know, win by double digits, by two touchdowns. Uh, it sounds great. I would I would very much be okay with that. But the Niners have a couple of issues on their own, and you know we're starting to see some trends with the run defense. That's really you know if you want to if you want to look at one thing that Cleveland did excellently in in the game, it was they just ran the ball all over the Niners really. And you know there are reasons why Kyle had some thoughts about missed tackles. Uh, Bosa had some thoughts about just being out-schemed. Uh, this Minnesota team, they do not they do not have a gaudy running game, though, you know, they kind of, in, in, in instances, they can create something out of nothing. And the way that, that the Niners can kind of stop this is, uh, is to stop the run because Kirk Cousins doesn't have Justin Jefferson and, you know, he's got some other receivers that defensively, if you just kind of look at the matchups, the Niners should be able to handle okay. So pass rush for getting to Kirk Cousins, stopping the run. This is 
fundamental football. But it, it's it's kind of a bounce back game for the defense. I think I, th- I think Steve Wilkes is going to be pretty jazzed to see what he can do because uh, they they weren't great last week. Uh, you know, for the first time, uh, really all season in a close game that they needed to get stops and they couldn't get stops. Uh, so for the Vikings, they pretty much blitz more than any other team in the NFL. Now we saw this when the Niners played the New York Giants. They blitzed something like 80% of the snaps, which is the most I think ever in NFL history, if I read that stat correctly. And the Vikings as a team, they blitz more than any other team in the NFL. So, you know, Brock Purdy, also kind of a, a bounce-back game for him. He had his first real terrible game as a pro. We all knew it was going to come. Cleveland does have a fantastic defense, so no shame in uh, in playing poorly against that team. Though the wet ball was kind of a concern. Uh, his, you know, his ability to give the receiver just that extra, you know, three-tenths of a second or whatever, five-tenths of a second to hang in there and throw. I, I You know, I don't, I don't know if we necessarily want him to, you know, and this is something that I talked to Rod about. You know, there I thought there were opportunities with the feet that seemingly they're, the Niners don't really take advantage of. But maybe that is because, you know, there's worry, there's risk about him getting hit. And so that is not part of the game plan. But, yeah, you know, if we could just get this guy running a little bit as a threat, then then maybe they got to spy him a little bit. Um, but yeah, so you know the other thing that's kind of out there is uh, the d- uh, next week, I believe, is the trade deadline, and you know, will the Niners add another person? They have tons of cap space this year, which most of us think they created sort of to make sure they weren't in a bad spot for next year, but the space is there. I'm sure if they find somebody who's a game changer or who's a great depth piece that they can afford and, you know, that they will take some, some shots. They did get Randy Gregory a couple weeks ago. Uh, so that is also uh, on the horizon. Like I said, there's a guy, the, the guy in the Vikings, who's the guard who is hurt, uh, he has been rumored to possibly go to teams that are looking for offensive line depth. So that could be something. I don't know if that's going to be a story on uh, on Monday night, but it's just things, some of the stuff that I've read that he he's kind of been linked to them a little bit. But uh, yeah, so my prediction for this game, I think the what happened last week or sort of what I expected to happen last week, which was, Cleveland plays the Niners really strong. Niners sort of figure some things out at halftime, and they make some adjustments, and uh, they come back and and they play better in second half. That didn't it just didn't happen at all until the last drive of the game. Uh, Vikings going to be at home. The fans are going to probably be into this uh, as long as the Vikings are playing good football. And uh, but this time, I do think the Niners make the second half adjustments and probably do win. You know, they probably cover uh, the point spread, which is, I don't know, seven and a half or something uh, on the road in the dome in Minnesota. So I am going to go out. I, this is not really going out on a limb. 
I think Ayuk and Purdy are going to have a pretty big day, and I also think Kittle, maybe the first play of the game is just to get Kittle to catch because he didn't really do anything last week. And, you know, you want that guy to be active, and you want him to be looking to make big plays. So I think, you know, on the first and on the second drive, I think they're actually going to find spots for Kittle to to move the chains. And so I think he's going to be very active in the game uh, early, especially. But I do think it's going to be an Ayuk game, especially with Debo not there. There will be more focus on Ayuk for sure. So it's up to whether it's uh, Ray Ray doing some some Debo stuff or, you know, maybe it is my guy BBD, Ronnie Bell. Maybe he gets to play a little bit more. He didn't really play that many snaps. Uh, Juwan Jennings, I don't necessarily see him as, you know, stretching the field. He's probably going to have a, a similar role that third down receiver. But it's really, I, I think it's Kittle and I think it's Ayuk. Uh, especially, you know, if if Christian can even just play. And let's say that Christian is, maybe he's a little bit more hurt than we realize. Um, you do more stuff with him and Elijah Mitchell and you know even uh, JP Mason and not to say that he needs to just kind of be a decoy but you can use him in situations where you know maybe you don't run him up the middle so much maybe you run him uh, uh more outside and you create opportunities for Elijah Mitchell or JP to get going and but just use CMC's gravity to open up space for Ayuk and for Kittle because Without Debo and without uh, C-Mac, you just kind of shrink the field for the defense. But with both of those guys, there's so much space because you have to cover so many areas. So to take away both of those guys, I think is going to be rough for the offense. So hopefully CMC plays and he can, uh, even if he's not necessarily the, the main target for their offense, he can just draw some of the defense away to, so they can, you know, hit some, some bigger, bigger plays downfield. So that is my prediction. Uh, Niners win by touchdown, 10 points or something, but uh, maybe later in, in the third or in the fourth, they kind of pull away a little bit, but uh, they got some work to do. This is, you know, this is not a, even though it looks like a win, a very winnable game, still, you're, you know, you're on the road. I know in the NFL these days, home and road doesn't matter maybe as much as it used to, but still, I think, you know, don't, you take some of these teams lightly and football is such a crazy up and down aggressive sport and you can get knocked off of your perch uh, very quickly. So let's hope for the Niners to get a nice win. And uh, Rod and I will be back Monday night, after the game on YouTube, live streaming. And then the podcast will go up for everybody. The audio version in this feed uh, come, it'll probably be up by 10 o'clock or something. Rod and I will record at probably around 8.30 is my guess. And then our show, it'll take me half an hour to produce it and we'll get it, we'll get that up. Uh, other updates to, to shows, Brian and I just did our Warrior season preview. And that is in this feed already. And then Tuesday, Brad and I will record uh, Thompson and Clark. Bob Melvin is going to be, or I don't know if he's already been interviewed, but San Diego is letting him interview with the Giants. Last time San Diego let us interview uh, a manager of theirs, that person became Bruce Bochy, and that worked out pretty, pretty well. So uh, I'm excited for Bob Melvin. He's he's the guy that I wanted 
And so the fact that they can talk to him is is good news to me. But Brad and I will be back uh, Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific on the live stream. And obviously the audio will be up Wednesday morning. And then Brian and I, again, Tuesday night, Warriors, Suns, debut of the new season, the big game on the West Coast. The rem- uh, not the rematch, but uh, KD finally playing in chase in front of fans. And we'll see these new-look sons with uh, Bradley Beal and Devin Booker in the backcourt together. I don't know who's playing, who's actually distributing the basketball, but we'll see how that works. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll be back. So there will be, uh, so there were two shows uploaded today in the feed. And then there will be two shows uploaded on Tuesday in the feed as well. And then obviously the the 49ers and, and Vikings recap on Monday. So lots of content in the next few days. And then uh, Rod and I won't be back until Sunday after Bengals Niners. But I mentioned on the, uh, uh, the, the Death Lineup podcast that, you know, Brian and I will do our once a week. But there will be opportunities to do stuff like this, the, the shorter mini-sodes uh, with the Warriors as well because, you know, that to cover the team week to week, there's just so many things that may happen during the week, and I, I may want to pop in uh, during the week with a shorter episode if there's news happening or if there's something going on that we want to talk about to get out there in this feed, in this podcast feed. Okay, uh, that is it from here. Uh, Rod and I will be back Monday evening, Tuesday morning, for people probably listening to this audio feed with our post-show 49ers Vikings. So I'm Double GC. When we see you, peace out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.